Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Thursday, December 8th, 2022. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Charge ASAP. Leading off today, yesterday we talked about Apple's major expansion of end-to-end encryption for iCloud data, and Apple also has two other major security announcements it's making this week. First and foremost, Apple has announced that starting in 2023, users will be able to further enhance the security of their Apple ID and iCloud account protection using hardware security keys. What this means is that you can have a physical hardware device that you can set up to serve as the second layer of authentication for your two-factor authentication for your account. So you would sign in with your Apple ID, then you would insert and activate one of your security keys to prove that it is actually you who is signing in to your Apple ID. This prevents someone from trying to gain access to your Apple ID using your username and password, then using something like a phishing attack to obtain the second layer of authentication with something like a device code. Apple tells 9to5Mac that this security key system integrates with the device-to-device transfer process. So once you authenticate your iPhone with the security key for the first time, you won't have to do it again if you get a new iPhone, so long as you use the device-to-device setup transfer process when setting up your new iPhone. Additionally, the company says that trusted devices already signed in to your Apple ID won't be signed out when you authenticate using the security key on another device for the first time. Apple says, quote, This takes our two-factor authentication even further, preventing even an advanced attacker from obtaining a user's second factor in a phishing scam. End quote. Apple itself won't be making a hardware security key. Instead, it will tap into third-party offerings and it's working with the FIDO Alliance to ensure cross-platform compatibility with open standards on other platforms. Security Keys for Apple ID will launch globally in early 2023. Second, Apple has also announced yet another security safeguard for iMessage. Called iMessage Contact Key Verification, this feature allows iMessage users to further verify that they are messaging only with the people they intend. The feature works by alerting users with contact key verification enabled if, quote, an exceptionally advanced adversary, such as a state-sponsored attacker, were ever to succeed breaching cloud servers and insert their own device to eavesdrop on an encrypted communication. Both users communicating via iMessage must have the contact key verification feature enabled. When you do, you'll see a notification in line in the iMessage thread saying that an unrecognized device may have been added to the other person's account, suggesting that someone else could have access to that iMessage thread. For yet another added layer of security, iMessage contact key verification users can also compare a unique contact verification code in person, on FaceTime, or through a secure call. This verification code is accessible via the Messages application, and what you're checking is to see that the code matches on both devices, so you know that that device is linked to the person's account. But with all of these announcements, 
One thing Apple repeatedly stresses is that these features are designed for users who face, quote, concerted threats to their online accounts. This includes people like celebrities, journalists, and members of the government. The company says, quote, the vast majority of users will never be targeted by highly sophisticated cyber attacks. But Apple acknowledges that these features are needed for those users who might be specifically sought out. Apple tells 9to5Mac that it is not aware of any instances of iCloud servers being breached by a third party, but that it is constantly fighting off those types of attacks. For most people, the use of standard two-factor authentication is sufficient protection for Apple ID and iCloud accounts. As such, Apple says that 95% of iCloud accounts use two-factor authentication, making it the most widely used two-factor account security system in the world. We are sponsored this week by Charge ASAP. Charge ASAP's new Zeus Charger is the world's first and smallest 270-watt gallium nitrate charger. It comes equipped with four different USB ports, one 140-watt USB-C power delivery port, two USB-C power delivery ports that can reach up to 100 watts, and a USB-A port that can reach up to 36 watts. There's also a small display on the Zeus charger itself, which allows you to see how much power each of your devices is drawing in real time, and it includes power readings in volts, amps, and wattage. The Zeus 270-watt charging brick can be pre-ordered at the link in the show notes below, with early bird pricing starting at $109. And hit the link in the show notes below to enter to win one of Apple's newest M2 MacBook Airs and the Zeus 270-watt charger, courtesy of 9to5Mac and Charge ASAP. My thanks to Charge ASAP for sponsoring 9to5Mac daily. Running out today, speaking of the new end-to-end encryption technology for more iCloud services, Apple is already facing criticism from the FBI, which says that it is, quote, deeply concerned with the threat end-to-end and user-only access encryption pose, end quote. Apple and the FBI have had more than their fair share of disagreements before, Most notably, the FBI requested that Apple build a backdoor into the iPhone in 2016 to unlock the iPhone used by the San Bernardino shooter. Apple refused to comply with this request, calling it an unprecedented step which threatened the security of its customers. The FBI was eventually able to unlock the iPhone without Apple's help, only to find nothing of significance on the device, but since then it's continued to double down on encryption and its focus on user privacy. So this leads us to where we are this week, with Apple expanding end-to-end encryption to new iCloud data types, including device backups, iMessage cloud data, photos, and more. And as you would expect, right on cue, the FBI says it's not happy about this decision. The FBI says that, quote, This hinders our ability to protect the American people from criminal acts ranging from cyber attacks and violence against children to drug trafficking, organized crime, and terrorism. In this age of cybersecurity and demands for security by design, the FBI and law enforcement partners need lawful access by design. End quote. 
Apple must have known it would face pushback from the FBI and other similar agencies with this announcement of new end-to-end encryption for iCloud. While some iCloud data has been end-to-end encrypted for years, this expands the feature to a ton of new categories and will significantly impact the FBI and other law enforcement agencies. In the past, Apple has been forced to comply with requests from law enforcement in situations where the data wasn't protected by end-to-end encryption. But this will no longer be the case for those users who have enabled advanced data protection, as Apple won't hold the key to unlock any of this information. One thing that'll be interesting to watch is how these complaints from government agencies impact Apple's plans to roll out advanced data protection globally. The feature is only available at launch in the United States, and it's expected to launch in more countries in early 2023, including China. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Twitter at Chance H. Miller, and be sure to come back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.